Welcome to Her Fantasy Football, the podcast with all women talking all football. You can check us out on iTunes or on the web at HerFantasyFootball.com and follow us on Twitter at HerFantasyFB. I'm your host, Courtney Kirby. And I am Ashley Williams. And I'm Brandon Lee. All right. After week three, we still have seven teams undefeated and six teams without a win. Biggest surprise for me is the Dolphins going 3-0. and out. I don't know about you ladies. I love Nuts. it. I Beating love the Falcons. It. Awesome. And the Giants going 0-3. Ooh. Ooh. It's tough to watch a Giants game. It's really sad. Statistically, it might be very difficult to make it to the NFL playoffs starting off 0-3. But in fantasy, you still have a good chance to win the championship, people. That's right. So keep your head up. So before we get ready for week four, Ashley, anything and more money, more problems. Oh, you went low this week. I did, I did. Problems. Switch it up. Switch it up. With Prano to Alto on me real quick there. Yep, yep. I like it. Just uh, wait till next week. <laughs> Ooh, got me excited. So not a whole lot really has gone on this week. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have decided to bench quarterback Josh Freeman for rookie Mike Glennon. And I love it because, uh, you know, the coach said, Mike's our starting quarterback from this point forward. We're moving forward, and Mike's our quarterback. That's the plan, and that's how we're going. <laughs> <laughs> well, something's got to happen right? for that team to it's win, like, right? It's like, it's uh, okay, thank you. Thanks for making that pretty clear. <laughs> yeah. I, no Belichick on that, huh? Nope, nope, no dodging the bullet on that one. But, you know, I, you know something's got to happen. I mean, Freeman's obviously very pretty. But pretty Ugh. doesn't win you games, turns out, unless you're Tom Brady. And even then, it's questionable this year. I do want to point out that Josh Freeman's completion percentage was under 50% each of the um, three games that he played this season. That's he has rough. the worst QBR rating. It's a rough stat. And <laughs> it really is. There's no other way to put it. Uh, we're going to miss your beautiful face, Josh Freeman. I think I'm going to put up a little Josh Freeman face. Rest in peace. You know, inspiration maybe for the podcast. Just put it up here next to my desk and be like, you know what? Second chances. Not that we need a second (laughs) chance, but I feel like, I feel like someone's going to pick him up though. I feel like he's Maybe. in a bad situation. Follow us on Pinterest. Maybe we'll put some Josh Freeman photos there up for go. everybody to moan. I love Brandon with inspiration, and I went rest in peace. Yeah. <laughs> Just shows how different we are. I love it. <laughs> well, I feel like he's going to have a second chance. I feel like he and Greg Schiano didn't mesh in perhaps the way that they needed to. Um, and I think Josh Freeman kind of needs a no... Um, frills kind of guy, but one that kind of pumps him up a little bit. I think he's maybe a little more insecure than we thought. He needs like an Andy Reid type. Yeah. yeah, yeah, where he's like, no, Alex Smith is my guy. We need someone to say, <laughs> you know, Josh Freeman is my guy. Just like that, because that's how just, Andy Reid Actually, you're single. Just, maybe you should just say like that, that. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that became my Andy Reid voice, but it happened. Uh, I don't know why. Yeah, that was a creepy, weird Andy Reid voice. I don't know. It was like <laughs> it's not my... what I was expecting, but I like it. <laughs> Especially if you had a mustache. I mean, I Whoa. was that way. Though, when I played sports, like I needed someone to be like, you're my starter. 
I, I need a little love, you know? Sounds more like he a t- Jerry Sandusky kind of voice to me, ladies. I think you should move <laughs> okay. on. Uh, well, now we've lost. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now that that's you been know, frowned upon. Uh, yeah. Mike Glennon, you know, he's uh, an interesting guy. Yeah, you know, and... He's the we'll third see. QB that was taken in the draft behind Geno Smith and E.J. Manuel, and they're actually playing pretty well, ladies. So, you know, I, and no, they're not as flashy as RG3 and Andrew Luck or even Ryan Tannehill, which everyone forgets is from the same class, but uh, which, you know, I don't. Only I don't you, remember stats about Tannehill. I Only will never you. forget that. But, you know, maybe, maybe this is a little shining moment for them. And you know what this also means? Whenever there's a rookie QB, more rushing. More, more running. I was about to say that. We'll get to That's that right. later, though. Mm. So speaking of rough, let's talk about Nadamakansu. Must we? We do. We really do. <laughs> so, you know, in a hearing Tuesday, Sue appealed the $100,000 fine that, you know, was placed upon him by the league for a low block on Minnesota center John Sullivan in the mm. first week of the season. And what I love was what Sue said. He said, it is what it is. They said what they wanted to say. I said what I wanted to say. And we'll just wait for the decision. Mm. I feel like that's what happens every time I break up with somebody. I said what I needed to say. <laughs> they said what they needed to say. I guess we'll see. We'll see if this sticks. <laughs> Which is also why I don't that's understand awesome. people that are friends with their exes. Yeah, well... <laughs> Let's just add it to my mini problems. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> but, you know, Natomic and Sue, I mean, we're waiting on it. Who knows what's going to happen? This one's actually kind of a tough one. I'm not really sure how, you know, this one's going to fall. Because he had the whole weird elbow hit, you know, against offensive lineman Eric Winston two weeks ago. I mean, I do think that one was actually, you know, maybe not intentional. And, you know, even, you know, Winston said he didn't think it was intentional. But you never know. I mean, you add it all together, $100,000 may stick. We'll see. You know, it's a possibility. Yeah. I do also think that they're extra looking out for him, which I think is unfortunate. But that's what happens when you act like that. Now people are watching your every yeah. move. And even if it was an accident, it's not going to be taken as such because of your back history. And that's the way it is. Sorry. That's life. That is life. It is what it is. But on a happier note, Brandon brought to my attention that Jimmy Fallon, whom I love, his whole thank you note segment, amazing. But he has d- donated after an end zone dance from Joseph Faria. Is that how you say his name? Yeah. Do you know Brian? Is that right? I'm pretty sure it's Faria. So I'll let you talk a little about this one, Brian, because I know how jazzed you were for this story. But I think it's such a great story to kind of have, you know, an end to our more money, more problems to be more money, no problems. Oh, I don't have it pulled up. But uh, I think the general... Uh, gist of the story is that Faria had his first touchdown and he's a baby child. I think he was born in 1990, 92. He's a baby. He's almost almost undateable. Almost. (laughs) Almost. Not for you, Ashley, please. (laughs) For a woman with higher standards, maybe. But for me, For me with questionable morals, just fine. Just fine. Uh, he did the bye 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 dance from the famed in sync band NSYNC. as I love his it. touchdown dance and it became twitter mania people were like oh my gosh he did that time. bye 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 dance is and anybody anyway, shocked that nobody else has done the bye 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 dance yet in the end zone i can't believe it i cannot I couldn't believe, believe it you know now i'm thinking about it, like how has this not happened yet 
to be honest, I saw that, and my very next fantasy touchdown, I too did the bye 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 dance. As, oh, as you should, as you should, and we were like, bye bye bye. I mean, don't get me wrong, yeah. people. I'm a Backstreet Boy fan till I die. <laughs> But after seeing it and seeing Bye Bye Bye, you got to pull it out. Was that your first concert, Corny? Backstreet Boys? Uh, no. no. Second uh, to Hall like Notes, Hall of Hall Notes. Notes in Chicago. Mm-hmm. The week before Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mine was Color Me Bad. You may not know, but the way our family worked <laughs> is that our parent, my mom always had my dad take all of us to our very first concert. And it was always awkward because it would just be us and our father. And we'd always go to these like really weird ones, like Brandon Color Me Bad with I Want a Sexy Whoop coming on. And for me, <laughs> boys to men, down on That you was know, my second on, concert. On, on bended knee. And I mean, and then, you know, Courtney Backstreet Boys, I'm sure dad was loving. Well, he probably honestly was loving that one. But... <laughs> that is a good show. People. Yeah, it's it a, a good, good show. show. <laughs> That's how our family worked on the concert ring. Yeah. So well, yeah. So anyway, Jimmy Fallon decided to donate on his behalf because the reason why he did the bye 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 dance is that he, that uh, well, I should say Jimmy Fallon and Justin Timberlake did an evolution of the touchdown dance on their show, and Brilliant. one of the segments they did was the bye 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 dance as a touchdown dance, but no one had done it. So since he did do it, they donated to charity, and ends up Faria is also donating. He said he was not actually fined for the touchdown dance, but he is indeed going to donate ten thousand dollars to charity. Oh, I feel wonderful. like we need to post a the end zone dance if we can find it and b the Jimmy Fallon Justin Timberlake evolution on our site. Absolutely, we should post that if we can. Let's do it. Absolutely, let's do it. Check it out. That's awesome. So, Brand- more for more money, more problems, ladies. I just want a moment to bitch for a second about the damn Yahoo site and its new changes. Oh. I can't. I, I, so just just so everybody knows, when we say they had 13.4 points, we're going off the Yahoo standards. Our rankings on our website are off of Yahoo standards, and it is frustrating, to say the least. It's so frustrating that I've been using ESPN a lot because I can't – the damn Yahoo site, I feel like I'm literally on drugs or that I have, like, ADHD. Like, I cannot figure this damn site out. And, like, the colors and the gray. And I just, I hate it. I hate it so much. Well, more than anything, they have um, how easy a team is for that position. And so when it, when someone's easier, like, if they allow a lot of points for a quarterback, the matchup will be in green. Well, the way that they have the black, I can't read any of the green ones. So I don't know who they're playing that's so easy. <laughs> Literally, I have no idea who they are until I highlight it with my cursor. It's infuriating. (laughs) My favorite thing is the email they sent out after week one being like, we've heard all of your responses about our new site and your complaints. Um, We're not changing anything, but we do appreciate your feedback. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) AKA, fuck off, people. It is what it is. Yeah, so good. Yeah. Thanks, Yahoo. Thank you, Yahoo. Thanks. And that's the end of more money, more problems for Yahoo. That's awesome. We're going to add a new segment into our show. It's about our social media. Make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at HerFantasyFB. We're also on Pinterest at HerFantasyFB and uh, Instagram as well. Facebook, come on, like us, HerFantasyFootball. Brandon, any Twitter responses from you? We asked for some questions there. 
Yeah, you know what? Uh, we have one question here. It's from NWAHS086. You know how it goes. Uh, his name is Sean. He is a big community fan, the television show community, which is brilliant. It's good. It is uh, good. Yeah. So uh, anyway, he tweeted us at her fantasy FB. Should I trade Tavon Austin for Jason Snelling? I need a running back because both of mine have the same bye week. Well, I guess I'll start. I have the St. Louis Rams, uh, which Tavon Austin is a wide receiver for. So here are my thoughts on this. Uh, yes, I actually would take that depending on when your bye week is because Steven Jackson probably isn't going to come back until the Atlanta bye, which I believe is week seven. Uh, Snelling's great either way because he still had, if you're in a PPR league specifically, he had two receptions for 17 yards in the first week. That was slow, but all of Atlanta was slow that week. But then the second week, he still did have a rushing touchdown and then four receptions for 41 yards. And then week three, yeah, he just was balling. He had 53 yards rushing, four receptions for 50, 58 yards passing, and then a touchdown. So in my opinion, I think they have a place for him in that offense. And it seems like people are getting the ball. And Tavon Austin, he's been great, but he's been about he's been exactly six receptions per game all three weeks. And I don't know if it's gonna go up that much. And frankly, <laughs> I'm still a little gun-shy after last week against Dallas with St. Louis. They just got worked. So, I mean, Destroyed. I think Tavon Austin down the road will be great, unless you're in a dynasty league and you, if you really need a running back. Man, there are less than 25 running backs that are getting double-digit points. In fact, most of the time, it's between 15 and 20 running backs that are getting 10 or above points. So a good running back is hard to find. And Snelling's been one of them. Mm. I mean, he's not fabulous, but... Yeah, I mean, he's not a starting running back, unless, like you're saying right now, where we've got a situation where Jackson's out. Yeah, Jackson's I mean, out. He, he's out, and he and the great thing about Snelling versus Jack Wiz Rogers is that, and I talked to us about when we get to the, my Falcons segment, is that he not only runs the ball, but he also is a good receiving back. So he gets the dual look, which is what's great about Snelling there, and... I think what this comes down to for me, you know, Courtney, tell me what you think on this, but Tavon Austin, you know, I think has got a lot of upside, but at the same time, it depends on who you have on your team for receivers. Are you, can you afford to lose Tavon Austin? And, you know, maybe, maybe so if you need to get a running back, because honestly, I think Snelling's going to be in there for definitely a few weeks and it could be worth it. I, I would make that trade if you have decent receivers. Because you wouldn't start Tavon Austin either. You, yeah, he's not your. He's a guy you'd maybe fill in a bye week or maybe maybe put in a flex. But if you yeah, need you know, a running I back, like, I like Fred Jackson too. I'm telling you, people, he's not owned in very many leagues, and he gets just yeah. as many touches. Still, you know, so. no way. Jackson's yeah. got to be caught, picked up. No, no, he's only I think still like 58 percent owned, maybe 68 percent now. 70. So if he's yeah. available. Pick him up because he's getting just as many touches as Mr. Spiller. So, who's a hundred percent owned? So, more, yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it's a good trade. I would do it. I would do it. All three yeah. of us say do it. Next question. Do it. Uh, next question is from at BB. Oh, I think it's B Brashaw. 
Nice. It's Brian Brashaw. Hi, Brian Brashaw. Um, he tweeted us at HerFantasyFB. What do I do about Colin Kaepernick? Have him in a dynasty. Patience? I'll start this one off, too. Yeah. Really, if you're in a dynasty league, you're the only one who should be happy about having Colin Kaepernick because it seems like he's getting his rookie things out of the way now. So the rest of us that are only doing a one-season deal are kind of like, ugh. But for you, listen, Harbaugh loves him. He's on a winning team. He's going to be fabulous for years. You have him in a dynasty league. You know, count your blessings. I think he is going to get better. I just think that they have to find a way to make this offense viable week to week. And I think that's what they're figuring out. Ladies? In my heart, I hope he implodes for life. <laughs> but I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> so patience. I would say patience. You know, uh, he's, got, he's got all the tools that he needs. And quite honestly, I think it's just going to take a little bit of honing to do it. And, and I'd be a little patient on it. I wouldn't entirely get rid of him, obviously. I mean... It is what it is, but be patient. It's he's going to turn around. Yeah, oof. this is tough, and I, I feel I bad for you. And this is why I, sh- I, I, I said don't draft him in the very beginning because it's like a Philip Rivers kind of situation. You're in for the long haul. I mean, you're going up and down with emotions. Um, but yeah, you're stuck. So enjoy, enjoy the 49ers shit show for the rest of the season. So, essentially, kiss your biceps and accept it and be patient. Be patient. Is that what we're saying? I'm hoping for you that he'll come back around. I think he's going to Just not this week because I play against him. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Sorry there, friend Brian. If you're in a dynasty Um, league, you absolutely have to keep him. Yeah, if you're in a dynasty, yeah. And next year, you'll be very happy because he'll have more of those 40-point games instead of those four-point games. But you're right. It's a little all over the map. Yeah. All over. But you have to be patient. Uh, I want to do a quick shout out to at Ponders JS. Um, we love you, man. Thanks for following us. Thanks for hey. tweeting us. Um, unlock your Twitter account so we can retweet you, please. Thank you. That's mommy scolding you. Bad, Jason. Bad. So. <laughs> um, but I'll see you at the bar. It's fine. It's cool. Um, so thank you, ladies. That was fun. Make sure you guys harass us on Twitter. We have lots of fun, and uh, we appreciate you. So moving on to week four. Woo-hoo. Oh, my goodness. Um, get them out of your lineups. Green Bay Packers and Carolina Panthers are both on buys this week, people. So you have Aaron Rodgers. Go to your backup. If you have Cam Newton, get him out. All right? Let's make sure you are prepared for tonight's game, which is San Francisco 49ers, Mr. Kaepernick, at St. Louis Rams. Yes, it is. Hello. Okay, so St. Louis Rams. Wow. They got... Just beat up last week. Wow. Sad. (laughs) (laughs) Rough. Rough week. It was a a thing. Um, Okay. So when it comes to studs, I'm going to say none. They're just too inconsistent. So I'm pulling out. I'm leaving it. I just, I can't. So what does that mean? Well, it means that Jared Cook will have a 30-point game on your bench someday, and you're just going to have to accept that. 
because otherwise you're going to start him and he's going to get four points max. Now, if you don't have any other options, that's fine. But certainly, um, I'd be a little nervous. Uh, he is getting, I mean, last game he got five receptions, 44 yards, which is pretty decent for how bad, you know, Bradford's night was going. But uh, I definitely wouldn't, if you have, like, for instance, I have Jordan Cameron and Jared Cook, and I started Jared Cook over Jordan Cameron because I was worried about what? Hoyer. I was worried what? about Hoyer. I made a mistake. <laughs> I would suggest you not do that. It's <laughs> the first step, Brandon. It's the first step. Admitting yeah, fault. Admitting it. Goes. I made a mistake. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> well, we've all done it. But, yeah, I mean, if you're choosing be- between him and, like, Kyle Rudolph, I might still go with Jared Cook. But if you have another, like, remote stud or new stud, I'd go with him. Uh, the running game still isn't coming to fruition uh, Daryl Richardson might be a flex if he played, but he didn't play last week. Or he played like one play and then went out, so it doesn't count. Isaiah Pede, it didn't matter. He only had you know six points playing the whole game. So don't don't listen to the Isaiah Pede uh, hype that's going on right now. I haven't seen it bear any fruit, so I wouldn't worry about that. Also, there has yet to be a running touchdown for St. Louis. That's- like literally ridiculous <laughs> it's absurd we're in week four now fyi so just putting that out Ugh. there and of course leave it to bradford to wait until um i play him to you know shit in his bed and that's what he did <laughs> without a plastic sheet no mommy had a big sheet. mess to clean up it was really upsetting <laughs> and i had russell wilson on my bench because i hate him But we're moving on. So uh, enough about me. But those are the stats, and really that's kind of where St. Louis is. Oh, 49ers. Wow. Yet another week. This less than impressive performance. Oh, what is going on with San Francisco? Colin Kaepernick only completed 13 of 27 passes for 150 yards, zero touchdowns, one interception, and one fumble. Baller. Amazing. Amazing. Wow, wow, wow. Frank Gore had some words for the coach, Jim Harbaugh, towards the end of the game, um, which I find hilarious after he only got the ball five times after half. So, you know, that's if you offensive. Don't give, if you don't give the ball to your Frank Gore, you're not going to win the games. I don't know when they're going to learn these things. Bolden saw the ball a lot more this week, but still did not have very many points for him. So, it was tough. I'm hoping that this week they'll perform better against St. Louis. My must start is Frank Gore because I think they're going to give him the ball knowing that the only way they're going to win is if Frank Gore gets the ball, um, seeing how Kaepernick's not running. So Vernon Davis is questionable. I'm guessing he's not going to play week four people. Um, definitely keep an eye on that. If he does, I would say he's a must start because Kaepernick is always throwing it to that man. So as well as Kaepernick. I wouldn't start him if you have a better option unless Vernon Davis is in, and then I'd maybe start Kaepernick. My surprise was just how bad the offense was overall. It was just <laughs> really sad. It was really sad. It is surprising. It's actually genuinely it surprising. They yeah, were terrible. Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially after yeah. that first week, we really thought they were going to have it, but it's not looking so good. But, again, St. Louis isn't looking good either, so my pick is for the 49ers. Oh, and my pick was the 49ers, too. I'm sorry I didn't mention that. You know what my surprise was, Courtney? At how happy I was with how bad the 49ers looked. 
<laughs> oh wait, that wasn't a surprise. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, you know, with you, Brandon, I also I picked up Bradford, and I benched Cam Newton for Bradford this week, and I was irate. Yep, <laughs> because Cam Newton decided to play. Thanks so much, asshole. And Bradford decided, as Brandon said, to shit the bed. So I have anger at both of these teams just because I'm just not happy with it. But, you know, this is still a sore subject for me. But with that said, I'm going to pick <laughs> the 49ers. Um, I'm not really sure why because they look truly terrible. But I think uh, the two teams. It's by I'm, default. I'm going <laughs> to go Niners. Damn it. Oh. Uh, uh. It's like the presidential elections. It's just, yeah, pick which one you hate least, right? Baltimore Ravens at the Buffalo Bills. Ooh, Ashley, yet another mistake. What happened <laughs> to your defense? I hate myself. I told you last week. I know. I'm going to tell you again this week. If I you know. don't start the Ravens, it's your own fault. It was my fault. The defense was on fire. An interception returned for a touchdown and a punt returned for a touchdown. Ray Rice is still listed as probable, so make sure you check his status before starting him. Bernard Pierce is a great backup, so you might want to pick him up and play him while Rice, Ray, excuse me, Ray Rice is out. Uh, he had a touchdown in 65 yards. Must starts. Torrey Smith, don't worry. He's only scored you nine points every week, but he's going to get a touchdown. He's yet to have one, but he will, people. Keep faith. He still has nine points every week without a touchdown, so keep him. And the defense. Play him, Ashley. Play him. <laughs> um, bench Flacco. Sorry, he's not giving up the fantasy numbers that us owners need, so bench him. Surprise was Dallas Clark. Didn't see much action, but I do expect him to see the ball a lot more this week, so... If you have them, sad story, maybe apply them. Buffalo Bills, on the other hand, E.J. Manuel put up some real fantasy points. Yeah, 19.72. Wow. He had 243 yards and a touchdown. He also rushed for 40 yards. All of this with eight sacks. Eight, <laughs> so, eight sacks. That's eight terrible. sacks is crazy. Oof. So with uh, not a supporting cast on the offensive line, he actually did a very good job. So... I'm impressed. Baltimore's defense does give up the 10th most points to quarterback, so he might be a start this week, people. I don't know. C.J. Spiller missed the final quarter last week due to his quad. Baltimore is a tough rushing defense, so I don't like Spiller or Jackson this week. Um, Mm -hmm. They have really, you know, the Ravens have eaten up running backs, so I'm not in love with them. But on that note, Fred Jackson is still owned what I, my record of yesterday was 65%. Brandon's got him at 70 now. Um, I say pick him up. He's consistent. So over 100 yards compared to Spiller's one point last week. So well, Spiller saying. got hurt. Right. His quad, right. But I'm Fred, Fred Jackson, people, I'm all in. I'm all in. Must starts. Stevie Johnson. I like his matchup. And maybe E.J. Manuel will throw it deep this week. Who knows? I think, I think Stevie's going to get some points for you. Bench, running backs, I just, again, against the Baltimore Ravens, I'm not in love. Surprise, Scott Chandler had a great week last week with 75, 79 yards and a touchdown. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I do not expect that from him again. I did not rank him high. Um, I wouldn't play him. Don't forget, he had 3.8 points the first week and one point the second week. So, 
On that set, I think I'm going to go with the Ravens. I like their defense. So I'm going Ravens. Yeah, you know, I was shocked at how well Scott Chandler did last week as well. In a good way. You know, it was exciting. I agree yeah. with you. I'm not sure that's going to hold. I wouldn't, like, bank on that and go pick him up and start him. But it's still fun. It's still fun for him. We all know that I love Stevie Johnson. So, of course, I agree with you. I love him. <laughs> and as far as the Ravens go, I know, I know they were awesome. Fuck. You might have noticed, Corny, that I bumped them up to six. I did. Wow. Thank you. And yeah, really I'm proud of Big you. bump, big bump. And I will play them on my own team this week. I had Houston. I, I just kind of thought, you know, that Houston was going to do just a little bit better. And I was wrong. My bad. And that is why I lost to my mother this week because I had the Ravens <laughs> on my bench and I had Cam Newton on my bench as well as my dignity. So. Yeah, it was a little rough, you know, kicking myself for that. But it is what it is. I'm going to go Ravens on this one. Ravens and their D. That's who I'm rooting for. I'm going to see if you guys are going to back me up on this. But last week, I started Bernard Pierce instead of Stephen Ridley in a league. And there's kind of this Ridley-Wilson-itis out there. Can like, I discuss how you like went off about Ridley and then you didn't even start him? Like, last <laughs> podcast, you like went off to, on Belichick with Ridley. And then you don't well, even start I'm him. Because I'm mad. Well, because I don't, I don't trust Belichick. That's my whole problem. I still believe that Ridley should be starting and should be playing. I, I, I do believe that. I just think Bill Belichick is just kind of like, whatever, this is what I'm going to do. I also knew that Lagara Blount was playing against his old team, so I knew that they would be playing him more, and I just thought, I just can't. And once I found out Bernard Pierce was going to be um, a starter, and then Joyke Bell, of course I was going to start him over Stephen Ridley. I'm not an idiot. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, so if Ray Rice is out... Bernard Pierce is the guy, which I think he's definitely a starter. What if he's not out but just beat up? Would you still start Bernard Pierce over Ridley or David Wilson if you were one of those people that took them early? Um, nope. I like Bernard Pierce. I'd start him over Ridley. I don't think I'd start him over Wilson. And I think that, uh, you know, the Giants coach just feels hopeless right now, and he can't punish his players like he usually would. So I think oh, You think he might get a second be- chance. I do. I think that he's, like, kind of sad. Like, little boy, I keep losing. Whatever. I guess I'll have to play Wilson. So, I do like Bernard Pierce. I think he's, I think he's good. And if, just, if uh, he's, uh, by the way, I really love E.J. Manuel. I think he's fabulous. I think he's a great athlete. And Stevie Johnson's awesome. And, nobody's uh, talking about him, though, which I think is actually good for him. He's flying under the radar a bit. Yeah, love him. Love him. I think he's really good. I'm really interested. He makes some bad decisions sometimes that he's a rookie, but I think that... He's a it's rookie, there. yeah. And I love his connection to Stevie because this is how you do me. And <laughs> for that, I'm going to pick Buffalo. Last like week was it. a heartbreaker, but I'm cheering for them. Can we say them. this how you do me every week in our podcast, every week. please? Can we to try be. to find a place to put in this how you do me? Because he was so <laughs> passionate about it. It was so I sad. know. It's maybe my favorite football mm. press <sighs> conference moment. Uh, what was your pick, what? Ashley? Oh, you're going Ravens. I went, I went Ravens. Okay, great. This, I think it'll be close. And I'd, I'd honestly be okay if Buffalo won. But I'm going to go Ravens just because I have clearly not right. given them any love all year. So I'm going to give the Ravens some love. Great. Talk about two heartbreaking teams, Arizona Cardinals and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Great. Ooh. Well, this will be quick. So the Buccaneers <laughs> are going to start Mike Glennon instead of Josh Freeman. It's a great decision. As I said, Freeman... 
I'll miss your beautiful face. Um, beautiful. Yeah, that's not going to work out for him. Uh, that means that you definitely start start Doug Martin, and maybe he's going to have some of those breakout games we've been looking for. He's been in the like 10 to 12-point range every week, which, by the way, is still a pretty decent running back this year, you guys. Running backs are just scary this year. Scary, scary. But uh, I think he's going to have some breakouts. Um, Vincent Jackson is going to be the go-to guy to start him. But Mike Williams is on the bubble. If you have a better person than Mike Williams for the first few weeks, start them. Um, Mike Glennon, yeah, I mean, whatever. North Carolina State. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I We're mean, not starting Glennon. No, I mean, go We're for it, but you're not going to start him. For fantasy football, he he's, doesn't really exist in our world. But congratulations, new job. Uh, Arizona, and I kind of flipped my order here, sorry. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald, gosh, he's a little hurt, a little banged up. Watch him on the injury report, but he's still your top wide receiver and the top wide receiver for the Cardinals. It's not saying much, but that's what it is. So um, start him if you have to, if he's playing. Uh, there's no real surprise here because I feel like Arizona is what we thought they'd be. Uh, but I think this might be a good defense to play this week because they're playing against a guy playing his first game in the NFL. So if they're available, pick them up. Um, and you know what? Like the Cardinals or like the uh, St. Louis Rams, uh, their offense also shit the bed last week. You're welcome. I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm liking all the bell movements in Brandon's notes you've got going on here. <laughs> I'm going to. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to go into that. But yeah, that's what's going on. Um, <laughs> we thank you for that. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I'm going to oddly pick the Arizona Cardinals. Just cause Cardinals. They're both the same type of bad. I agree. You know, I'm like, it's bad against bad. Um, you know, I just can't wait till Oakland plays the Jaguars. I mean... I'm going. I'm going Cardinals, uh, just because I like the color red. So there you go. There it is. Sometimes it's that really scientific. Much, there's I, there's know, the logic. It, I like it. There really is. There really is. So technically, going, there's red in a Buccaneers outfit as well, but it's a little bit more of like a crimson. <laughs> True story. Is it red? I thought it was like a burnt orange. <laughs> it's not burnt orange. <laughs> well, it used to be creamsicle. We're talking semantics here. Either way, Courtney went Cardinals. <laughs> I'm pissing my pants over here listening to you ladies argue about Better the Better than colors. shit in the more, bed, Courtney. Yeah, it's more of a <laughs> burnt right, Sienna. Right. Oh, man. You know, Ashley, who's your pick? <laughs> this game's a toss-up, you know, and, and not in a good way. No. You know, it's, it's going to come down to which team Terrible. has, you know, its star players less hurt than the other team. Really. But, you know, I'm going to go with Arizona. Right. We're all in on the Cardinals, people. It's going to be scary. Another scary, scary matchup. Pittsburgh Steelers at Minnesota Vikings. Which is actually in London. (laughs) 0-3. Can I have a cup of tea? Let's call it now. Game of the week. (laughs) In London. I nearly nearly spit out my drink on that one. I don't know why we just went British on the Steelers and Vikings. Because they're in London. I know, but I just... It's ridiculous. Okay, it's, it's Love ridiculous. It. I mean, could would you be? Wouldn't you be irate if you were in England? You're like, these are the two shit shit teams you just sent to us, the Steelers and the Vikings. Seriously, thanks. The Vikings were in the playoffs last year. Let's just hope that Prince Harry's there, so we all have something to watch. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
Good call. Good call. Yeah, exactly. Um, studs, like every week you are starting Adrian Peterson, period. You have to do it. You know, he had just a so-so game last week, you know, for AP standards, scoring 14 points with 88 yards rushing and a touchdown. And yet he still made, that still made him a top 10 scoring back last week. So, you know, don't try to think outside the box. You need to always start him or the one week that you thought you would change it up and blow, you know, it's going to blow up in your face and you will hate yourself. And you should. You need to start AP every week, period. Surprises. You know, I'm surprised that none of the receivers have emerged, like, at all into the top 20 or 30 receivers. Like, literally not a single one is in the top 30 receivers. You know, but then again, they do have Ponder at the helm. And he did run the ball in the end zone twice last week. I mean, he was actually, like, one of the top scoring quarterbacks last week because of his running touchdowns. But... You know, that might explain that every week. No, I mean, do not expect that every week. But this, you know, would possibly explain why AP's numbers weren't as great as we generally would like. Because, I mean, he was taking the end zone looks. So, is what it is. You know, my concerns is that I wish the receivers would pick it up a little bit. But at the same time, you know, this is what I expect from this team. So, I'm not so sure I would say that I'm concerned. As everything is kind of status quo. Really. You know, it just kind of is what it is. So, you know, I think... You know, this week, the Steelers are going to pull it around. They looked decent last week, so I'm going to go with them. I'm going Steelers. Steelers in London. I think that is insane. Steelers in London with high tea to Harry, my friends. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I think it's just because Big Ben is in London, and you think that the Big Ben, Big Ben, like, together might be, like... They looked better last week. They say did. what you will. They looked better. <laughs> they looked better. You couldn't look worse. Well, there was nowhere to go up. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. I mean, they kind of look worse, but they looked better. Well, Antonio. I mean, Antonio Brown did awesome. Yeah. Okay, so Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Antonio Brown is awesome. You want to start him? He's actually really good, and especially if you're in a PPR league, do it up. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders. You know, he's not terrible. You could probably do better, (laughs) but we are coming up on bye weeks. So if someone dropped him, I think that it could get better for him through the season. Le'Veon Bell is supposedly coming back. Maybe. It's still a maybe, but uh, this is good news because if he's not back this week, he's back next week. Don't start him the first week. I never start people the first week off injury. The only time that's ever burned me would be Josh Gordon this week. I'm still recovering. Um. Most of the time, you don't want to start them the first week back. So let him get a week under his belt, and especially because he's a rookie. It's his first NFL game ever. Just let it go. But that's good news. Uh, Surprise? Well, they put up a fight against the Bears. And frankly, the Bears, you know, they got lazy, and they deserved to get a little nervous. But that's all it was. But still, it was impressive because I thought we could have gone to bed at, you know, 10 and still seen the whole thing. Uh, My concern is Big Ben ironically, in the Big Ben land. I'm sorry, it's so funny that they're having these London games. It's just ridiculous. Uh, But, uh, yeah, I don't know. He just looks like he's lumbering around. Have you guys seen the way he walks around the field? He just kind of looks like an old dude walking around like... Well, he's kind of old for NFL standards. Uh, but he he's just, like so Shrek to me. Yeah, it's just, he's totally yeah. Shrek. He's totally I just feel Shrek. like he's, uh, it's just who he is. But you, you can't know? break Shrek. You can't break him. No. I think he nope. is breakable now, which is my concern. He's been uh, hurt. I, I'm not 
all in on that. So for that, my pick is the Minnesota Vikings. I think they have to eventually win. There will come a time. And I think they're going to bench Ponder because he's hurt. And uh, I think AP is going to save the day. Wow. Nice. I like I like your thoughts, Brandon. I'm still sad about Pittsburgh. I really had hopes yeah, for them this year. But I do like Keith Miller this week, people. Minnesota's weak against the tight ends. Keith Miller is back. Um, last week was just kind of like his warm-up. He wasn't 100%. They just got him in there because Pittsburgh looks so bad. He was more just, you know, maybe they'll go to him kind of guy. Um, but this week I think he looks good. I think I think he, uh, if you're in a deep league, he might be a tight end that you might want to pick up. Uh, my pick on that note is the Steelers. Ha-ha, Steelers. You bet. You bet. I, I like them. Uh, New York Giants 0-3 at Kansas City Chiefs. That's 3-0. and uh, Love this matchup. Yeah. Um, New York Giants, I don't have a lot to say, people. The only people you're starting is wide receiver Victor Cruz until further notice. Hakeem Nix, if you're desperate. That's it. And I'm not kidding. That's it. Do not start on anyone else. Eli Manning had three interceptions the first game, four the second game, and only one this th- the third game. But you're welcome. He only had 119 yards. Listen, they're a nightmare. Stop it. Stop yourself. It's ugly. And Kansas City has a great defense. You don't. Great defense. Don't mm-hmm. do it. So that's really my stud, my surprise, and concern wrapped into one. Kansas City Chiefs, Jamal Charles, if you drafted him, you do the happy dance on Sundays every Sunday, and I think I might hate you. Uh, Because I didn't get him in any draft. I can't believe it. I literally checked my lineups to see if I made a mistake, if I really did not get him, but I didn't. Um, He's fabulous. Alex Smith is super interesting, especially in this matchup, because the New York Giants are really that bad. It's unfortunate, but it's true. And they're going to be in Kansas City. They play really well there. Surprise was Dottie Avery. Hello. Welcome back. How are you? How's it been? I know. Yeah. Glad we're friends again. Uh, he's an okay pickup. I mean, I could understand why you would want to pick him up, so do it up. Um, I'm not sure he's an every week guy, but... I think they're going to use him. He's fun. Concern, I told you last week, and everyone shot me down, Dwayne Bow, you guys. I don't know what the deal is. I don't know if he farts in the locker room. I'm not quite sure why people don't like him, but he is concerning. So I'd be concerned. If you have a better option, I wouldn't be afraid to play them. But still on that note, I pick Kansas City. Only logical choice. Yeah, I mean, I've got Dwayne Bow, and it's just so sad. It's just it so, is. So I like it. Sad. <laughs> I don't know. You know God. And we all know I'm a I'm a Chiefs fan. I'm gonna I don't know I'm gonna ride that ho- ride that bull till he bucks me off, and I'm all in on the Chiefs. I mean, Alex Smith is still on my bench, but I'm all in. Okay. So I'm all right. <laughs> I'm eighty-five percent in. I'm eighty-five percent. Eighty-five percent. Um, you know the Giants have to win a game here. I mean, they just have to. But it's not going to be this week. No. I'm with the Chiefs. My pick's with them. Go go Big Red. Yeah, I hate seeing the Giants as bad as they are right now. But it hurts are. me. It hurts me. You know, I mean, at the same time, I'm really happy to see the Chiefs playing well. I mean, the Giants will undoubtedly have a better week this week than last week because it would be hard to play worse than last week. I mean, that was embarrassing. Like, I don't know if like they a, will. 
the worst loss under Tom Coughlin's career as with a Giants head coach. Like it was Oof. that it was literally that bad. It was awful. And they're going to be better. They're going to start winning some games. I'm with Courtney. I'm not sure that this is the week for that to happen because the Chiefs D is really good. It's really freaking good, you know? And they're going to eat They're for Eli real, people. Up. They are. They're for real, you know? So I'm going to go with, you know, and, and like Brandon said, Charles, amazing. Killing it. So I'm going to go with Charlie and the Chiefs. It's happening. They're going to win it. Mm, I like it. I like it. We have the Indianapolis Colts at Jacksonville Jaguars. I Those Jags. Uh, Brandon called me earlier, and she's like, what do we do about them? Do we kick them out of the NFL? They're just so bad. <laughs> they are. I'm they really, really are kidding. bad. They're bad. No, she's so serious. Um, you know, MJD had only 43 yards rushing, but had a touchdown and another 19 yards receiving, which is pretty good for him. And the Colts are 26 for stopping the run. So if you're desperate, you can play the man. This might be his week. You gotta to, be get re- dec- yeah, to get decent, like, 10 to 12 points, like, yeah. maybe. Um, you know, Cecil Shorts this week, uh, I don't know. I don't love him. I don't love him. I say bench him. Indianapolis defense knows how to stop the wide receivers. Um other than that, I got nothing. Nothing. No surprises. They suck. <laughs> <laughs> Eloquently oh, put, I love note, it. My, they suck. My picks, the Colts. <laughs> the Colts. And the Colts. Oh, yeah, I love it. You know, can I just say, first of all, go Colts. Awesome. Yeah. Way you to know? Go. Yeah. Right? I mean, I had the 49ers pick to win, but I did say I would be very happy if the Colts actually did win. And did they ever? I was jazzed. I love it. I love it. Okay, so let's get back to the studs. You know, I should call this Imad Bradshaw moment in time. But before I get to him, let me just say, don't lose faith in Andrew Luck. He is still worthy of a start. And really look at your matchups before you start T.Y. Hilton. Or Reggie Wayne, for that matter. But okay, let's get back to Bradshaw. He was a stud last week. Being the sixth highest scoring running back putting down 16 points. He had 19 carries for 95 yards, three receptions for 16 yards, and then topped it off with a touchdown. You know, wow. it was, it was awesome. I mean, his performance was a delightful surprise to me, especially in light of Trent Richardson joining the crew. You know, I mean, Trent did have a touchdown, you know, with his first touch of the game, but you know, it's only, he only, but he only had 35 guys other than that, which was a bit surprising to me. That's all he had. You know, I thought he would get a bit more yardage than that. But I mean, we are just you know one weekend, so we will see. I think he was a little confused with the play calling. I think. That, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, which is so, understandable. Yeah. No need to freak out entirely yet. I will say that Bradshaw did not practice today. The Colts said because his you know, with his neck, he is listed as questionable at the moment. So make sure you definitely do check him. But, you know, I guess my concern falls with both Trent Richardson and Bradshaw because who do you play? You know, I mean, they say Trent is going to be the starter, but Bradshaw is the one producing. You know, yes, I do know that Trent Richardson just joined the team and he will get better, you know, as he learns a new system. But I wouldn't feel great about starting either one of them until I really know who's actually going to get the most touches. I'm just saying. But with all that said, I am going to go with the Colts. I think they will be a bit on, you know, a high after last week's win. So I'm going to go Colts for the win on this. Plus, as Courtney said, 
the other team sucks. <laughs> sucks. I actually feel, I feel so much pain for Jacksonville and their fans. We love it's you. really sad, isn't it? Do it's they sad. have fans? <laughs> it's just getting sadder, isn't it? Um, listen, I think actually this week, first of all, I admit when I'm wrong. I actually said that I thought the 49ers were going to kick the shit out of the Colts. That was my quote, and I repeated it to my mother, and it's the only time that I've swore, and then she didn't call me out on it. It was hilarious. I was wrong, and I apologize, Colts fans. Way to go. She, she didn't call you out? No. She never She never. Oh, she's Andrew Luck. She's like, all right, I'm benching him. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, oh, no, I agree. I was like, way to go, Mom. Uh, yeah, our mother always calls me out for swearing. Never Ashley. But for no, some reason, I, I can get away with it. cannot swear. Party can't get away with it either. Just me. Wow. Uh, so I think actually they're going to run running back Trent Richardson a lot because I think they're going to try to get him used to the team against a bad team. Maybe that's, that's just a, a hunch. That's a, it's a good call. But I like it's something that. that I'm thinking. So if you're a Trent Richardson owner, I would definitely play him. Um, and especially if Bradshaw's a little bit hurt, why hurt him more against Jacksonville? I'm just putting that out there. Um, you know, listen, but Bradshaw's not letting go of that starting spot easily. So you have to get a little comfortable with some sharing. That's just going to happen. Sharing is caring, right, Courtney? That's right. That's right. Only with children. Sharing is not <laughs> sharing is not caring in the NFL. It is Let's not make that on clear. your fantasy team, but it no. may be just a reality. Uh, I would also start Cecil Shorts. Uh, I wrote that and then I cringed, but I would. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna Don't go with it, the Colts. People. Go for it. Colts. We're all in on the Colts, people. Ooh, Seattle Seahawks against the Houston Texans. Finally. Finally, Russell Wilson decided to play. On my bench. Uh, na- <laughs> Naturally, when you've benched his ass, does he decide to start playing? I hate him. Thanks so much. You know, granted, my mom was playing him against me, so I wish it could have been next week that he stepped it up. But, you know, it wasn't, you know, all you Wilson owner, you know, what... <sighs> You guys are all rejoicing out there. I'm angry, but you're rejoicing. But, I mean, he scored 21 points and was the eighth highest scoring quarterback last week. And he looked solid and, you know, confident doing it. So, I mean, granted, he had an interception, but he also had four touchdowns. So, I think you can warm up to the idea of him now. Surprises, Sidney Rice, Golden Tate, and Doug Baldwin all had, you know, pretty nice games. But Sidney was a pleasant, pleasant surprise, racking up 19 points. You know, coming from the last couple of weeks, we only got three points and then one point. It was a nice change. Thanks, Sydney Rice, for signing to play. Thank you. I think you we again. also have to decide in this podcast when surprises become things that piss you off. <laughs> Put a little <laughs> asterisk next to it. Like, yeah. surprise, slash, surprise. you're a dick. No one yeah. played him. Yeah. That'd be Russell Wilson. Surprise, you're a dick. Yeah. Um, my concerns, though, guys, is Marshawn Lynch. You know, where'd you go, buddy? I mean, he got pulled in the second half because Seattle was clearly control of the game, and he only had 16 yard, 69 yards at the time. You know, I'm hoping that that won't happen again, and I don't foresee this matchup being a blowout. You know, so I think you can expect him you know, expect better numbers from him this week, but, you know, that always was a concern when teams are blowing people out that your starter is going to get benched. So this is a tough one, but I'm going to go with Seattle. Now for Houston... Studs, well, this was a rough game to watch. Rough. I started with Houston D instead of Baltimore, and I'm very mad at myself for it. 
<laughs> I am mad. I'm fucking you infuriated. Be Let's be serious. I'm not, be I'm not going to make that PC. I'm an idiot. Um, I'm sure you notice I bumped the Ravens up quite a bit in my standings, but I digress. I am sure that I, you know, I'm not sure I have any studs this week. Normally I would say Arian Foster, but Seattle is the fifth best defense against the rush this year. And Foster only scored five points last week. So, ugh. I would normally say Andre Johnson, but he also only scored three points last week and is listed as questionable, but allegedly should play. But the Seahawks are number one against wide receivers and quarterbacks. So, again, not great. I'd bench Johnson if you have other options. That's just what I'm saying. Schaub sucked it. No surprise. But, again, this coming from me who hates him, but no surprise. And Owen Daniels is practically non-existent as well. I wouldn't expect much out of him this week either. As you guessed it, the Seattle Seahawks are pretty damn good against the tight ends, allowing the <laughs> third least points with tight ends. So, surprise, surprise, the Seahawks D is awesome, and it's not looking good for Houston. Surprises, honestly, I was surprised at how little production they had last week. And as a whole, I'm not sure that this is a bounce-back week for them. So this my concern is, a lot is the of whole. Surprises. Yeah, <laughs> my surprise is that I'm not fucking surprised, and my concern is the whole damn team, the whole damn team. Seriously, I'm not even concerned. I'm like, I'm literally concerned for the Water Boys this week. I would not. <laughs> I would borderline not start a single person from Houston this week. Just don't do it. Like I said, wow, my pick Seattle. Listen, Seattle is the real deal i mean real. you have the broncos offensively bam and you have seattle defensively bam i mean i'm with you ashley i wouldn't play anybody playing seattle i'd bench them all bench scary em. bench them they're nuts you don't know where they're coming from but they've got you and i don't like it definitely ben Schaub. <clears throat> seattle's gonna eat him up it's it's not even it's like a little appetizer for them um, but good luck if you have the Houston people. Sorry. Tough D's this week. My pick is going to be Seattle. I am in four fantasy football leagues. And uh, two of them, I am number one and number two. The other two, I'm number six and number 11. What is the difference? Hmm? Russell Wilson and Steven Ridley. <laughs> I hate them. And I want to punch them. I literally have great teams on those 6 and 11. But you cannot get around those people. Listen, he put up great numbers, but it was against Jacksonville. It was like playtime. I'm the only person who I think Seattle is great, but I think they're great at home. I am going to pick Seattle, but only because Houston's been confusing me. I do think Seattle's beatable away. Um, and I think it is a little weird that people are obsessed with them in the way that they are. But I am going to pick them because Houston, yeah, you're right. I just have no idea who they are. And neither do they. Right. They don't it's either. Sad. They're very confused. It's so not good. All right. Cincinnati Bengals at Cleveland Browns. It's surprise. Like I say that's the surprise of the week last week, people. What was? Yeah. The Browns? The Cleveland Browns. Well, I, I would agree. You know, I mean, the stud, Jordan Cameron. No, he's no stud. Right? Mm-hmm. Jordan Cameron is like the stud in life at this point. Oh, I tweeted, husband of the week, Ugh. Jordan Cameron. Ugh. I love him. Mm. No, like seriously, like I might be in love with him. Mm. I wouldn't be mad if he proposed to me. I'm just saying. Mm. I'd be okay with it. 
you know, he was awesome again this week with three touch- touchdowns. Count them, kids. Three. He scored the second most points this week, and he is a must-start, people. A must-start. Another stud this week is Brandon will now grunt Josh Gordon. He's on your... Mm-hmm. He's mm. Yeah, I know. He scored the second most points last week with 22 and will be up against the 18th best defense against wide receivers this week. Start him with confidence. Seriously. He's one of those people that, because of the suspension, you were able to get some good value for him. So start him. Surprises, Brian Hoyer. Right, guys? Yeah. He came out and did a rather nice job. He had three touchdowns. Granted, he had three interceptions, but he had a total of 321 yards. You know, perhaps mm-hmm. the best thing about him was that he spread the love around targeting six different receivers. You know, Josh Gordon was getting the most love. You know, and as we said, he is fresh off the suspension. So you got him fairly late in the draft and is ridiculously good value. Concerns? Trent Richardson is gone, and they still have virtually no running game. You know, we need the running game to step it up to ensure that your studs, like Jordan Cameron, Josh Gordon, will be able to keep these fantasy points up. So we need a little bit of run and love from the Browns. Now, when we're talking the Bengals, studs. A.J. Green has had, you know, an okay week last week, but he still scored double digits, so you can't quite kick him out of bed. You know, the good news is that he'll be up against a mediocre team against wide receivers, ranking 15th in the league. So I think he will have a baller week. Start him. Just do it. Just start him. I would also start the Bengals D if you have them. They are going up against the Browns, who give up the third most points to defenses. Third. Transition. Beautiful. You, 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 need, to, you need to start him. They scored the six most points last week, and that was up against the Packers. So if they can score the six most points against the Packers, you better believe they're going to score some points against the Browns. So feel good about this, guys. Surprises. I wasn't too surprised by anything other than the Bengals digging as many fantasy points as they did against the Packers. I was a little surprised. 16 points is pretty damn good. Concerns. My concern is still the running back position as far as an outright starter on your fantasy team. Green Ellis, who is listed as questionable... With his ankle and Bernard both get points, and they share the workload, so neither would be a terrible pick as a flex, but you never quite know who will be the most you know, productive of that week. They seem to be switching up each week. They have about equal carries. This was you know, Bernard this week. Next week will be Green Ellis. You know, I will have to say I think that Bernard in the end will have the most upside, but my pick is going to be the Bengals, which is hard for me to say because I don't want to see that beautiful face of Jordan Cameron sad. But it is what it is. Bengals. Uh, I have three sentences for you. Last week, I started Cameron for Cook, and I will never forgive myself. Uh, I cried because wide receiver Josh Gordon was on two benches. (laughs) You should have cried. And I effing love A.J. Green. But my pick, Cleveland, upset of the week. Boom. Whoa. Go with Cleveland and Hoyer, huh? Boom. Hell yeah. I'm going Cleveland, too. I mean, they look good. I think after Ooh. exploding on Twitter after that uh, trade, I think they wanted to show everybody, you know, a good time. And they did. I'm mm. buying tickets for this craziness. And my pick is Cleveland. And my husband first, Cameron. And then Josh Gordon. I do want to say but one I'm- quick thing is that kicker Billy Cundiff is listed as questionable. I know a lot of people don't talk about quickers, but make sure you check him out because he is questionable. So 
I have him ranked like 28th. So don't take even take a anyways. look before you start. We have the New York Jets at Tennessee Titans. Yeah, two teams that are two and one, shockingly. Boom. New York Jets, studs. Well, none really. But people are kind of shaping up. Running back Bilal Powell during bye weeks might be a secure play. He's been in the double digits. He's A-OK, people. I mean, you're not going to love him. He's not going to be your Adrian Peterson, but he's going to be your guy for right now. That's fine. I like those guys sometimes. Uh, surprise of the week with Stephen Hill and Santonio Holmes. Uh, they should be picked up. If you need a wide receiver during bye weeks, I mean, play with caution. You know, they keep dropping balls left and right. I do actually feel for Geno Smith. He's actually better than his stats because if you watch the game, it's crazy what these people are doing with these balls. They're literally just like, oh, it's in my numbers. It should be on the ground. It's bizarre. Um, but I think they're going to get better. Geno Smith's going to get better. I think they're worth a pickup, which I would not have said in the preseason, as you know. Uh, don't start Chino Smith. Two in- touchdowns, two interceptions kind of says it all. Uh, but I will give him props. He's better than I thought he would be. Congrats, Mr. Smith. Um, concern, I'm always concerned with the Jets. They're just, God love them. But who knew that they would be the least embarrassing New York team at this point in the season? <laughs> who was it so, that said that? So true. So was true. Was it Susie that said that? It was one of our friends on Twitter. But uh, I agree. Okay, so studs for the Tennessee Titans. Well, I guess I would say the wide receivers, Nate Washington and Kendall Wright, should be picked up. Also, they drop the balls, but they do move the ball. And it's surprising how much Tannehill throws downfield. So I think it's it, they're worth your time. And certainly because they've been kind of crapping on Kendall, Kenny Britt in the um, season, like kind of press-wise, I think they're the way to go. Um, Chris Johnson, you know, listen, he's a running back too now. Sorry, guys, 90 yards, zero touchdowns. What are you going to do? That's the way it is. Uh, but if you drafted him, you have to play him, and it is what it is. I hurt you. Uh, surprise, Jake Locker. Way to go. This week, he's one of the top QBs, kind of like Ponder. Uh, 299 yards, one passing touchdown, one rushing touchdown. He was like, I'm in the end zone. Uh, good for him. Way to see improvements. And in case you missed it last week, uh, drop wide receiver Kenny Britt. He's my concern, and he's the guy you lose. Uh, also, Tennessee's uh, defense, pretty decent, you guys. Worth a, worth a look. My pick, Tennessee just because they're at home, and I think they're both the same type of team with the same strengths and weaknesses, so I'm going to give them the home field advantage. I like it. You know, while I won't say the Jets are good, they are better than people think. Yeah, they are. Yeah, you know, they're people think, and I would say that the same for the Titans. So this one is really a toss-up and could go either way, but I'm going to go with the Titans. I'm going with the Titans. You guys have no faith. Tennessee. You have no faith. Ashley, always down on the Jets. For fantasy points, the Tennessee Titans will give you more points. But as far as the win goes, I'm all the way Jets. Jets, Jets. Are my picks. Nice. Yep. You know it. You know Just it. Just because you Walk- love Rex Ryan. Jets, I do. I do. I love the Ryans. Next game, Washington Redskins against the Oakland Raiders. Woo! Woo! Man, those Redskins. Sad day for them. Another tough loss for the Redskins. RG3, what is up, man? Sad. I get that he is still hurt Ooh. and trying to play through it. I mean, even his team's coming out and being like, oh, no, guys, he's hurt. He's hurt. You know, it's like, yeah, he can tell. It's obvious. He threw for 326 yards but had an interception and a fumble. 
This week against the Raiders will be the test on whether he is a starter for your fantasy team. 12.7 points is still better than Kaepernick's four points, people. Mm. That's a shout-out to my husband who played Kaepernick over RG3. <laughs> um, Alfred Morris rushed for 73 yards and a touchdown, but Oakland is good against the run, actually, so I don't know how invested I am in him. I mean, I say you're going to start him because he's about probably the best you've got, but it might be a tougher week for him. Uh, must starts. I like Pierre Garçon this week. He saw a lot of looks last week. He had 73 yards. Oakland gives up the 12th most fantasy points to wide receivers, so, you know. Who else is RG3 going to throw to? <laughs> so I'm, I'm all in on Garcon. Uh, bench, I don't love anyone else this week for the Redskins. Mm. I mean, RG3 comes up with some bullshit points at the end, so maybe maybe he's a start. I mean, this is definitely the week we're going to see whether or not he's going to be good. The surprise, the defense looked okay. They had one interception, one fumble, and a touchdown. Hey, all right. There is some light in Washington. Oakland Raiders. Mm, the score from Monday's night game does not show the smackdown that happened, but the Broncos' defense did give up some sympathy points to Oakland. Terrell Pryor suffered a concussion late in the game. He said he doesn't even remember the hit that happened. It's oh. not a good sign. Yeah, not a good I saw sign. That tweet. Yeah, if you are that 20% of people that own him, <laughs> you might want to keep an eye on <laughs> him. 20%. I don't think he's going to play. Um, if Matt Flynn plays, this could really mess up your potential in wide receivers this week. Darren McFadden could not get a running game going, and when you can't run, you can't throw to the running back. You know, it's just it's not looking great. But he did throw for a touchdown, people. Yeah, he did. That was awesome. The man yep. threw for a touchdown, which, yeah. And he almost threw for a second one, which I was really excited about. Um, but he did not. So he did not end up with... I mean, he still ended up with three. Uh, I mean, eleven point five point five point four points, which is great. And Denarius Moore had a huge game, one hundred and twenty four yards and a touchdown. What? What? Surprise of the week is that one. Um, Marcel Reese, who had forty five yards receiving and a touchdown, the running back looked pretty good too. He might be a pickup for some of you people. I kind of liked him. Must starts. Mm, I'd say Darren McFadden. Washington gives up the third most points to running backs. Maybe even Marcel Reese if you got a flex player there. Denarius Moore, I'd say. All right, let's do it. They, Washington gives up the most points to wide receivers. And bench, I'd bench your quarterback, whoever it might be in the tight end, you know, whoever that tight end is. Great. I think Oakland has a bunch of, like, sneaky bye week starters, like guys you can kind of plug and play. So I'm, I'm interested in how they play against Washington because Washington's defense is terrible. I know they were better last week, but they're terrible. It's sad. Terrible. It's sad. So I'm not fooled by last week. Fool's gold. Fool's gold. Um, I thought Oakland looked much better against Denver than I thought they would. And I think someone's going to throw a clipboard on the Washington sidelines. It's just going to happen. Either RG3 or Shanahan, someone's going to do it. Uh, so I'm picking the Raiders. And uh, I think Courtney is cheating with her, I will pick the Raiders if prior plays and the Redskins if not. Call it, girl. <laughs> Call it. That's cheating. Nope. Conditional pick. I support. Thank you. What? I support it. I had one a couple weeks ago. All right, Brandon. I'm going to Oakland. Going to Oakland. Going to Oakland. You know, I think the biggest issue here is the drama that I think is going on behind the scenes between Mike Shanahan and RG3. And we all know, you know, being Broncos fans with Shanahan and Plummer and Shanahan and 
you know, Orton. I mean, drama. It's not. It's not good with Shanahan. But you know, nothing good can come from it. But like Courtney said, the score didn't quite show the beatdown the Raiders were given last week. Although they did play better than I thought they would, they were still, you know, it was still a beatdown. You know, and with that said, they have some upside with their running game, and I really do think that Pryor will be a good quarterback at some point. I'm going to go with the Redskins, though, because I think Pryor will be out, and he provides a bit of a spark that team needs, and without him, I think the Redskins actually have a shot of winning a game this week. Dun, 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 dun. Whoop. Go on, Redskins. Whoop. All right. Philadelphia Eagles at Denver Broncos. Ooh. LaShawn McCoy is a stud for sure. He scored the third most points with 21 and was even, you know, that was even after he got hurt. He is listed as questionable, guys, but is practicing, so I think, you know, you can go ahead and proceed with him with no worries. Michael Vick also is practicing, but listed as probable, just FYI. You know, he, you know, as far as LaShawn McCoy, he's still a top scoring running back this year, so he's the ultimate must start. You know, the Broncos D isn't very good against the run, so expect big numbers from him. Deshaun Jackson is the top receiver even after last week's subpar performance. So I think he, you know, has to be listed as a stud. Especially since he'll be up against the Broncos secondary, which is middle of the pack, ranked 20th against receivers. So you can feel pretty good about both those guys. Surprises? Michael Vick was not the Vick we had become accustomed to seeing this year. So I am not loving that, especially since I started him and he got only 15 points. Just saying. You know, I knew the Chiefs D was really good, but only 15 points? Come on now. I was a little surprised. Concerns? I guess my concern would be that I wouldn't put anything past the Broncos right now. They are on fire and embarrassing teams. So while all the defense's stats list, you know, the D is mediocre, it doesn't look that way when you are watching the game. So that's my biggest concern in terms of anybody that you're starting with the Eagles. So... My pick, I'm going to go with the Broncos. I don't bet against God. <laughs> nice. You know, the Broncos are coming off a short week while the Eagles have 10 days to prepare. So, I mean, whatever. The Broncos are unstoppable at this moment. I loved all the commentary that was going on about, about Manny and about how he's just, like, perfect. It's funny. Um, <laughs> you know, he's breaking records. He had 374 yards and three touchdowns. He's a stud. Eric Decker saw the majority of the looks on Monday. He ended his day with almost 20 points. Wes Welker had 14, almost 14 and a half. And Demarius Thomas had 9.4. Don't worry. It always gets switched up every game. If you have Thomas, I'm still starting him. So he's going to get, I think he's going to get the majority of the looks this game. Um, Philadelphia gives up the third most points to wide receivers. So they're all in people. Julius Thomas had a touchdown again. So he's in, he's a stud. We're playing him. I'm sorry about my no Sean rant last week, because as we said, once they get ahead, they bench their starters and they really didn't need no Sean to block for Mr. Payton. So they had Hillman and ball in, although ball did fumble. So maybe Hillman will be the man aside Marino. I don't know. I'm pretty pissed. I guess they played rock, paper, scissors that game to find out who got the touchdown. And Hillman won, and he got the fucking touchdown. And now Hillman's trying to take it back. Like, no, that's not really what happened. I was kind of joking. It's like, I don't know if you were. I don't know. I mean, when you have Thomas laughing in the face of the, uh, you know, 
of the Raiders. And then you have them playing rock, paper, scissors. You know, I think yeah. they were just having a lot of fun. And, and what was that weird, like, bird squawk sound out of DeBerry's Thomas when he's laughing? I loved it. I mean, it was so I, random. It was very weird. It was very weird. Um, but, yeah, we're all in on the Broncos, people. Must start. Peyton Manning. All wide receivers. Julius Thomas. I like it. Bench. Defense. Didn't look good last week. Gave up a lot of junk points. And the Eagles are good. So, bench in the defense. Surprise, though, people. Matt Prater had 17 points last week. Boom, boom, boom. He also had a 53-yard field goal. What a stud. I'm still pissed off that they didn't allow Janikowski to make a record. I think we all are. Why didn't they let him kick the ball? But anyways, my pick, Broncos. Duh. Start everybody playing in this matchup. It is a fantasy orgy. You're welcome. My pick is the Broncos. You should probably get used to that sentence. A lot of people will use it. Fantasy orgy? It's the fantasy orgy. I'm glad we're listed as explicit. Yep. Well, everyone's wearing a mask, so no one would know who you are. (laughs) (laughs) Next matchup, Dallas Cowboys and San Diego Chargers. Dallas Cowboys, studs. Des Bryant, oof. He had the touchdown, that helped. I mean, fine. You have to start him. Also, Jason Witten, solid start. You know, tight ends are a little up and down. It's part of being a tight end. He's not blowing up, but he's still getting you points, and I love him. Don't fret. I love you. Um, DeMarco Murray, nice game last week. His patient owners have been waiting for this. Ugh, I just want to give all of you guys, like, a little, like, Snickers bar or something to make you happy. I don't know why I said Snickers bar, but that seemed like the right gift. It's the best one. I agree. Okay. Uh, It's the one you're most happy about in your Halloween candy basket, right? Um, Absolutely. Also, guys, start the kicker, Dan Bailey. He's been a top five kicker every week. I don't know what this guy is eating for breakfast, but you need to eat it, too. Do it. I know no one talks about it, but he really is the best kicker right now. Um, surprise, Romo. He's always a surprise, isn't he? Is there a nut? Is <laughs> yeah. there not a nut? I don't know. Um, my, I'm on the candy metaphor train. Moving on. Uh, Miles Austin is my concern, my love. You're so beautiful. But you're, we're just not meant for each other, so I'm going to drop you, and so should everybody else. You're welcome. <laughs> And my, <laughs> that's how you do a breakup, people. Google it. Easy. Uh, my pick, Cowboys. Ugh. San Diego's just, I don't know. I see them falling apart just like the old days. That's <laughs> uh, so true. You know, studs, oof. Antonio Gates at the moment is the eighth highest scoring tight end thus far this season, mm-hmm. which means that you have to start him. Unless you have one of the other guys that's ranked above him, you have to start him. You know, he had 11 points last week, which is nothing to pick a fight about. So Double digits. Yeah, it is what it is. Surprises, Eddie Royal. Eddie Royal? Has anyone seen him? How did you go from leading the league to three points? I call Here's this. how. You know, he is an end zone target, and he had a touchdown taken away last week. But other than that, he has only been targeted a total of 12 times in three games for 148 yards. Seriously. Mm. That's, that should be a concern for any Eddie Royal owners out there. He needs to get more targets and you need, you know, for you to start him with any confidence. Period. Concerns. I'm concerned for any Philip Rivers owner out there. I don't know, you know, how you stay sane. Honestly, I really don't know how you do it. But 
The good news is that he will be up against the seventh worst defense against quarterbacks. So hopefully this will be a better week for him. If you have been starting Ryan Matthews, I am concerned for you. Not him, for you. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure you don't actually listen to our podcast. I'm not, you know, I am not concerned about him because I never expect anything out of him. And neither should you. You should purely be happy if he surprises you and gets you double digit points. Otherwise, be content with the five points on your bench. Seriously. My pick is the Cowboys. Nice. If the Chargers want to win, they have to give the ball to Royal. I mean, it's just obvious. He's the playmaker. I'm not concerned about him. I think this week's going to be good for him. But overall, I agree with Ashley. San Diego is an emotional roller coaster for fantasy owners. Although, I'm on board. He's the boyfriend I can't break up with. I'm going Chargers. Wow. Sorry. I know. Oh, I'm I did want to point out one it. mini thing. I, my, re- my reverse psychology worked on Philip Rivers. He sucked when I ranked him high. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Not so much to the fantasy owners of him. Um, moving on, Sunday night, New England Patriots, 3-0. and Worst team, 3-0, and I must say. At Atlanta Falcons, 1-2. and Yeah. You know, Ken Pearl Tompkins is really the only stud on this team at the moment. He had, you know, he had a nice little game scoring 16 points and will be up against the seventh worst defense defending wide receivers. So I like him a lot this week. Surprises, you know, I'm a little surprised how mediocre Tom Brady still is at this, uh-huh. you know, this year, you know, but at least he is consistent. Point up another 15 points this week. You know, he had 15 the first week, 11 second week, 15 this week, or last week, I should say, you know, and I'm hopeful this will get better and perhaps this will be the week as the Falcons are the 12th worst against, you know, defending quarterbacks. You know, this is the moment, Tom. Please show us why you'll be a Hall of Famer. Please and thank you. You know, concerns, my concern is twofold. This team is essentially comprised of a bunch of guys that are slightly, slightly above average fantasy, you know, wise at the moment. But then you watch the games and they are winning. So you might be tempted to start them. Don't do it. My other concern is Gronk. Is he coming back or isn't he? He was going to come back against, you know, the Bucks, and then he didn't. And he might come back against the Falcons. This, you know, this will be the game time decision, you know. And him being, you know, listed as questionable tells you absolutely nothing when it comes to the Patriots. I mean, seriously, I, I, I'm pretty sure the parking attendants are listed as questionable whether they're going to come yeah. to the game or not. <laughs> like, don't get caught up in the news hype about Grant coming back. Do not put him in your lineup unless he is, in, you know, an early morning game and has actually been listed as active. Do not do it. You will get burned. In terms of the Falcons, the studs, I would, you know, like take a moment of silence for what clearly was not the Atlanta Falcons playing last week. <laughs> no. Clearly. You know, I mean, don't hit the panic button, people. Julio Jones is still a must-start. He got you 11 points, so he doesn't deserve to sleep on the couch. You know, so you, you still start him. You know, my surprises, I was surprised, you know, by both performances from Jason Snelling racking up 16 points as the fifth highest scoring running back last week and Jack Wiz Rogers, who had 18 carries for 86 yards. You know, Snelling was more involved with the passing game than Rogers with five targets for 58 yards, plus his 11 looks on the ground for 53 yards and a touchdown, you know. And with Steven Jackson out the next few weeks, while, you know, these guys, while, you know, it's something to think about. They are a committee, 
but probably some really good flex options. My concern is Matt Ryan this week. He's going up against the second best defense we know defending QBs, and he only scored 15 points last week, so I'm a little bit nervous for him. I am also concerned about Tony Gonzalez. What's up with him? Like, are you and Matty Ice fighting, or, or what is going on here? Because figure it out. You know, I drafted you rather high, and I am not pleased with you. I think we should date other people, quite honestly. <laughs> That's what's happening. You know, and lastly, I'm concerned for anybody who still has Roddy White in their lineups. Get him out of your lineup. Stop it. Like, seriously, stop it. I know he is Roddy White, and he is a badass, but he is hurt, and he is purely a decoy until proven otherwise. So just stop it. My pick? Game time decision, but ugh, I think I'm going to go Patriots? Patriots. Oh. This has to be the game that the Patriots fall. I mean, after watching Belichick's interview about Gronk, I want them to be murdered. <laughs> My thing with Murder. is that he appears to not be very smart. I mean, maybe the fear of Brady and Belichick made him play well last week. But the two weeks before, he just really showed his immaturity. I need another week like this week to invest in him again. I'm just saying. The chemistry is off in Atlanta, but I hope they pull it together at home. My pick is anyone other than the Patriots. So this week it's the Falcons. Falcons. Glad you made your pick on air, Ashley. Way to go. Uh, Snelling is a good fill-in for the uh, Ridley Wilson owners. I'm just going to lump you guys together. I'm with you. Don't worry about it. Uh, You know, if you're looking for a Band-Aid, kind of waiting for the rainbow to appear after the rainstorm, which I think could happen for both Ridley and Wilson, I do. I think Snelling's a good pickup. And Jaquiz Rogers. Why not? They're both fine. Especially well, Stephen Jackson in the flex. Out. I, I I would say I would start them over Ridley and Wilson. Yes, yep. I start Ridley. has an awesome name. I'm in. Sorry, I mean it. it the, it's time to pull the plug on those guys until they prove otherwise. I think after three weeks we know. Um, I think the Patriots just frustrate the hell out of every fantasy owner. Um, but you know what? My pick are the Patriots because I think Brady and Belichick clearly sold their souls to the devil in the offseason so they could win games because there is no other explanation for what's going on with their win totals there's no other explanation sorry when you watch them play it's shocking do you think that the fact that he wears his cutoff sweatshirt is the deal he made with the devil that he has to always wear that maybe i don't know i'm i'm against him though (laughs) <laughs> I really dislike him greatly. I can't watch another interview with him. I'm just going to, like, throw something at my TV. It's really frustrating for me. <laughs> Anyways, Monday night, Miami Dolphins, Woo! the 3-0 and team. Woo! At the New Orleans Saints, 3-0 and team. Woo! I cover both of these teams. Huge matchup this week. Uh, I'm going to start with the underdogs, who I feel the underdogs, that is, of the Miami Dolphins. Could this be their first loss of the year? No. I'm going to say no just right now. Love to watch this team and see them upset great teams like the Falcons last week. But the fantasy, there isn't anyone that's really consistent to put on your roster. Sorry. So we're going to move on from them. Although I'm a huge fan and I love them and I support them and bam. But must starts, none. Surprise, Brian Harlan might be the best player on the team. Yeah. But the Saints give up the fifth fewest points to wide receivers. This probably isn't his week. If you don't have anybody better to play, play him. But if you got somebody with a better matchup, I'm going to say 
bench Brian for him, okay? New Orleans Saints. The Saints had fun last week against the Cardinals. Man, they blew it up. Drew Brees had 342 yards and three touchdowns, one interception. He should have similar numbers this week and maybe maybe one less touchdown, but he should have great numbers. Jimmy Graham has a was a monster again. He had okay. 134 yards and two touchdowns. I know because I played against both of them. Brandon, thank you very much. You're welcome. Asshole. Sad day for me. But anyways, Miami gives up a lot of points to tight end. So I'm all in on Jimmy Graham. Of course, you're going to play him. He's a stud. Bam. He's he's the man. He's He's showing all those owners why you draft him in the first place. Those running backs with the carries as usual, with none of them having great fantasy points. So, I'm going to say bench him. I'd also bench Marquise Colston. Miami gives up the fourth fewest points to wide receivers. So, I'm not in love with him this week. But you're going to start Drew Brees. You're going to start Jimmy Graham. My pick goes to the Dolphins. Dolphins. Because <laughs> why not, people? Word. Uh... I would like to make sweet love to Breeze and Graham and the Breeze-Graham combo. It's going to get dirty, people. I love Threesome. them. Um, did I mention I'm number one in the family league because of the Breeze-Graham combo? <laughs> it's getting explicit over here. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Sort of. Um, sort of. Miami is the perfect example of how fantasy football is not necessarily regular football. And I think they're fantastic. Congratulations, Miami. However, I am going to pick the Saints. Um, I think they're going to be a one-two punch. I think they're going to do it in the fantasy and the real world this week. Don't know why, but I think it's because they're at home. You know, I think these two teams are essentially at the same level. Yeah. So when that happens, I'm going to look at the quarterback to break the tie, which means that I am picking the Saints especially when that quarterback has Jimmy Graham by his side or towering over him. So I'm going with Saints. I like it. I like it. You know who we kind of forgot to talk about (laughs) was uh, Detroit Lions and the Bears. Kind of forgot to put them in the lineup. But I do have to say, while I was playing against Jimmy Graham and Drew Brees, I had Matthew and Megatron, and they equally did amazing. They're fabulous. I'm all in. They're starters, people. Do not bench them. Well, you know, Nate Burleson's actually injured and out. Yeah. Who actually has been more productive than Megatron thus far. So maybe know, this is a week story. for Megatron to come, come around right now. You know, maybe... This is going to happen because we keep, I mean, I keep ranking him number one because, I mean, he's beautiful and he's Megatron. Oh, he's Megatron. You throw the ball up. He's going to make plays. But Burleson technically. He had had great points last week. Burleson's had more production technically, but I still got to go Megatron. But Burleson's out. I'm going to go go with the car accident. Yeah. And there was no alcohol, no alcohol or drugs involved. Really. <laughs> let's let's actually point that out that there was no it's alcohol or so drugs sad. involved. So sad. We're just like Ugh. so like happy that he was just reaching for a pizza box, and it's just crazy. Yeah, sometimes so. we're sometimes we're hungry. Sometimes we make mistakes. I get yeah. it. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go Bears on that one. Oof! I know the Bears look so good this year. Um, yeah. Jay Cutler, like. Not him as a must player. Must people. I'm but, saying he's a must start yeah, this week. But him is like, his face looks better. Like, he's less puffy. I he's think lost he, a few pounds. Yeah, I think he put the OJ down, and uh, I think he's doing well. It's looking That's good. awesome. 
I'm going bears. I... I'm going lions. Mm. Corey's going lions. I'm going bears. Brennan. Mm. Well, you know what? If you didn't draft Matt Forte because you thought, uh, I don't know about that guy, I hope you feel ashamed. <laughs> I hope that when you sleep at night, you're just sad. You should be. Because I drafted him. Oh, him and LaShawn McCoy. Ah, unstoppable. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, he's fabulous. Also, in case you're wondering who the second rusher is for the team, it's Jay Cutler. Uh, that that's just a sad stat right there just gets sad out there um yeah jay cutler is having a good year that's all i'm gonna say about it because i do still harbor some when jay cutler was a bronco fears but it happened and brandon marshall listen last game was bad their offense was bad the last half of that game but i think they just got lazy against pittsburgh i wouldn't freak out it was a classic case of you underestimated the team in the second half so they won't do that again. And for that reason, I'm picking the Bears. All right, Brandon. Reggie Bush is scheduled to be in. Who are you playing and running back? Either one? Lil Bell? Even when Reggie Bush has played, um, Joy Bell has been in the top 20 running backs each week. Just putting that out there as a stat. Bam. All right. We're all in, people. Well, thanks for listening. It was a fun time. Please make sure you check out our website, HerFantasyFootball.com. Harass us on Twitter at HerFantasyFB. We love you guys, and we'll see you next week. 